Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The 1400 block of Main Street in Bogalusa, Louisiana, seems quiet. Once in a while, the noise from a car or some other kind of vehicle will break up the buzzing of cicadas and the chorus of country birds. But near noontime on August 23rd, it was the sound of gunfire that shattered everything for Jalen Honoré. She was in a house on Main Street with her mom, Veronique Allen. I was standing right behind her when um, the shooting happened and my one-year-old son was standing by her feet. Jalen hit the floor. Everything just went blank. You know, trying to protect my baby and trying to protect myself, but also making, like, trying to make sure everybody else was okay after the fact because your mind just goes straight into shock and get down mode. When Jalen was able to regain some focus, she realized a bullet had hit her mother in the head. I can't even really describe the feeling because seeing somebody in that state, knowing where she was shot at, is kind of like not reality. It's something that you would see on a movie. It's not something that you see every day. So it's kind of still like, did that really happen that way? And how fast it happened and what you could have done to make it, to avoid it or try to protect or whatever the case may be. So it's still, you know, I still see it in my head every day. Just if I'm sitting for too long, not doing anything, I still see it and it's still not real to me. Bogalusa police say it was a drive-by shooting and Veronique Allen was an innocent bystander. The 50-year-old grandmother was dead by the time officers arrived at the house. She was in the house getting her hair done by another family member, I believe, just sitting in the living room. Of course, you know, as they came by the house, they couldn't see who was inside the house. They just sprayed the, the front of the house with bullets, and several of them went through, through the window, and one just happened to, to hit her in the head. It was a tragic situation. We believe the house was targeted specifically. We believe we know who, who was the, the target. Unfortunately, when you spray a house with bullets and there are people inside, an innocent person was, was actually hit and killed. So whoever did this, they had to be evil to target someone's home, drive down the street and just shoot, because they shot down the street. The neighbor's house got hit in the back. That's Tara Allen. She's the sister of Veronique Allen. Well loved by the community, by all of her family. She was our fas fashionista. 
She was our diva. Yeah, she was our what we call our black barber. But she loved her kids. She loved her family, those grandkids. She adored. And we're going to miss her. We're going to miss her a lot. I'm still waiting on my sister to walk through these doors. So it's like it's, it's hard. No one has been arrested yet, but investigators managed to track down the car suspected in the drive-by shooting. Here's Major Wendell O'Berry with Bogalusa Police. We arrived and quickly began seeing that there were cameras in the area and we were able to identify a vehicle. We were able to track that vehicle to uh, another location where it had been parked up and we got the license plate. And then we were able to use uh, license plate readers in our area and, and other areas to start tracking where the vehicle was at. Uh, we found that it went back to Covington, got on Interstate 12, and headed back west towards Lafayette. And there are different license plate readers along the interstate, and we were able to track the vehicle almost in, in real time. Uh, as it approached Lafayette, we contacted the authorities over there and had them looking for the vehicle. Uh, the vehicle got away initially, and then they were able to find it, but it was abandoned. Three doors were open, so we suspect that there were three occupants in the vehicle. They got out of the vehicle and, and left on foot. Uh, the vehicle's been processed at their crime lab. There's probably going to be DNA evidence in it. We have some suspects. Our detectives have been over there a couple times talking to the authorities in that area. The vehicle was reported stolen out of New Iberia earlier that morning, and our detectives have been trying to interview the, the owner of that vehicle and uh, look at some phone records and things like that to try to determine who was involved. And I, I think that's going to be a case that will be solved. It's just going to take time. This case and other murders in Bogalusa may require more time because of several reasons. Some of that is because of resources, and some of it may be connected to the characteristics of a place like Bogalusa. It's often thought that living in a small town is safer because the stronger sense of community can prevent crime. But Major O'Berry says that may be a romanticized view of rural life. It doesn't prevent it, but it, it actually prevents us in some ways from solving these crimes. Uh, when something like this happens in, in a small town like this, somebody knows who done it. We have very little cooperation from the community. I don't understand if it's uh, a loyalty situation or a fear situation or a combination of both. But I think what society has to understand is if you want to live in a safe community, I think the criminals need to fear the citizens rather than the citizens fearing the criminals. But there are way more of us than there are of them. We can protect you to a certain degree and we can remove these people from our community. Every one of these murders could be solved in a very quick, timely fashion. These people could be off the streets. The lack of help from the community isn't unique to this particular case. Bogalusa police are investigating other murders. The city is experiencing a strange spike in homicides this year. We've had six, uh, five by gunfire and, and one by stabbing in just over three months, and that's unusual. We have about three homicides a year, three, three to four, and having six in such a short period of time is alarming. As far as the rise in shootings, I don't think there's any more uh, this year than there were last year. I mean, it, it's unfortunately a, a common occurrence. On the surface, six homicides may sound manageable when compared to a city like New Orleans, which is also seeing a sharp rise in deadly violence. But in a city like Bogalusa, with a population of less than 12,000, and a police department of roughly 30, the impact of increased killings can be more immediate. Well, it's invoked fear in our community, uh, in both uh, black, white, all, all races, uh, for that matter. Wendy Perrette is the mayor of Bogalusa. It may be cliche to say that in a city this size, everybody knows one another. But there are fewer degrees of separation. 
Mayor Perrette went to high school with Veronique Allen. She was a senior when I was in the ninth grade. She was a beautiful lady, inside and out. She was always kind, she was always sweet, and she was beautiful. She really, truly was. The police, uh, when they reached out to me and told me what had taken place, my police were upset. When the police are upset, you know, it's pretty bad. I just know that she, nobody deserves what she got, what happened to her. Everybody was shaken by this event. The family of Veronique Allen say their feelings of safety were stripped away when she was taken from this world. It gives you anxiety. You probably live with anxiety for the rest of your life and fear for the rest of your life. Like earlier somebody slammed down their trunk or they go over that bump in the road and it shakes the vehicle and it make a loud noise. It, it, it shakes me up. It scares me a little bit. I feel safe, but I, I feel like anything can happen at any time. I wake up early and I go to work early in the morning, the wee hours of the morning. So I'm going to work for 5.30. And I'm paranoid because you never know. You know, cars passing by, you don't know. These kids have these guns. You know, you don't know what's going on. And you're, you're scared to protect yourself because you protect yourself, you're going to jail. But what do you do? A few days after the murder of Veronique Allen, Bogalusa police began working another homicide. When they found a man who had been shot near the intersection of North Border Drive and Virginia Avenue. Two days later, police responded to the 600 block of Avenue C, where a 23-year-old man had been shot several times and was taken to the hospital in critical condition. Police quickly arrested a 21-year-old man for attempted second-degree murder. Investigators say the suspect shot the victim several times, accusing him of assaulting a woman the night before. Here lately, there's been a shooting just about every day. It was over by the school towards I live, and they had an old lady shot and her two grandkids standing there, and they had to watch their grandmother get killed. And then they had to drive by and come out of the house, and they, they had the lady was shot in the head. I mean, they, they just been killing everybody. I met Joshua Brumfield at a barber shop in town. He lives on Avenue C, where that 23-year-old man had been shot multiple times. Brumfield says the recent shootings and murders have left him on edge. Me, I'm going to have to stay in my house because I don't want to be shot. If I hear gunshots, I'm going to be laying on the floor. I'm not dealing with gunshots. The shock and pain from the shootings is clear. What's causing them is harder to pinpoint. Since the pandemic, similar outbreaks of violence have hit other parts of rural Louisiana. The Times-Picayune New Orleans Advocate recently analyzed data by the CDC and the FBI. It found the homicide rate in the 28 Louisiana parishes designated by the CDC as rural was almost on pace with the urban areas in the state. So is there something specific happening in these smaller towns and cities that's contributing to the killings? Is the remoteness of these communities a factor? City and police leaders can only answer those questions with theories and observations. There's a number of factors, and this could be attributed to probably anywhere in the country, not just Bogalusa, uh, the breakdown of the, of the family. There's no father in some of the homes, poverty, uh, a culture that juveniles are, are often uh, exposed to at an early age, where, uh, I'll just say it, music videos specifically. I've looked at some of these videos uh, in light of some recent events and 
you'll have the artist holding stacks of money in one hand and a gun in the other, waving it around with violent, laced, explicit lyrics. And this is what these children are exposed to at a young age. And they grow up looking at that, thinking they see the money, they see the gun. They don't have that. They don't have the money. They come from poverty. And they, they I guess they equate to, I can get what they have. I can get the fancy car. I can get the water money. I can get the girls and the, the clothes and whatever I want with that gun and, and the drugs are you know involved in that. And, and it's just like uh, they have no moral compass sometimes in the family to, to, to steer them in the right direction. It seems like in the summertime, crime goes up. Kids are out of school. Unfortunately, there's been a rise, I would say since 2017 or 2018, I've noticed a significant rise in, in violent juvenile crime. Uh, in my earlier policing days, when we had uh, disputes, among children, they, it was a, a, a fist fight. Over the last four or five years, it's turned into a gunfight. Back then, when we had homicides, it was generally adults killing adults, and there was uh, some reason for it, never justified, but I mean, they had some type of beef with, with the juveniles. There doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason. They just, it's just brazen violence. I, I don't understand it. We have to be parents and not friends with our children. You know, uh, I know it's hard to be a single parent, uh, that people blame it on that. The mayor herself became a single parent after her husband died. She empathizes with families who have to raise a child under that circumstance. But she believes a parent's duty to check their children cannot disappear if one parent does. Whenever we protect our children in the wrong way as parents, we injure our children more than we help them. Because sometimes you have parents that will defend their children's actions, and that we see a lot of, unfortunately. When it comes to kids who break the law, Mayor Perrette is a firm believer in tough love and tough justice. Last month, the mayor of New Orleans sparked a substantial amount of outrage when she appeared in court and sat in support of a juvenile defendant who was convicted in three carjackings. In Bogalusa, Mayor Perrette's position on youth crime is more straightforward than sympathetic. I'm not going to uh, support what they do wrong. I guess it's a safe assumption you wouldn't be sitting in court. Absolutely not. I surely would not be sitting in court. Um, to each his own on that, but I definitely would not be sitting in court because if you do the crime, in my opinion, the way I was raised, you do the time. Mayor Perrette understands the front line of response to juvenile and overall crime in her city starts with the police department. She's raised pay for officers in hopes it attracts more recruits to a severely shorthanded force. But this is where the aspects of a small town can really be felt. Crime fighting isn't free and it isn't cheap. Uh, after the 2020 defund the police movement, it's becoming increasingly harder to find people who want to do this job. In a small city like this, it's even harder. You have less people to choose from. You have uh, larger agencies, like agencies in St. Tammany Parish, Tangipo Parish, they pay much better. So to have someone that wants to come to work here, maybe they have a stake in the community like I did. I was born here. I worked uh, at the Causeway Police Department for several years, and then I came, came back here because it was home. And I stayed here, and I made my career here. Since the raise in pay, the police department has had no applications. Another challenge of small city policing, departments don't have the capabilities or tools larger ones have. The Bogalusa Police Department lacks its own crime lab. It has to send things like DNA samples to the Louisiana State Police's crime lab in Baton Rouge. Complicating matters 
Other short-staffed and small agencies are also relying on that same crime lab, which means everyone has to wait longer to get their evidence analyzed. A few years ago, if I worked a burglary and I took a DNA sample from something that the, the burglar handled, I could send it off to the state police crime lab. And usually within three or four months, I would know what the results were of that DNA test. I solved a lot of burglaries that way. Uh, solved a lot of different crimes that way with DNA. DNA to me is way better than fingerprints. Now the, the state police crime lab, and I'm not, I'm not getting down on them because this isn't their fault, they don't even take DNA samples for, for minor crimes or property crimes. Everything's murders, attempted murders, violent sex crimes because they are so backlogged. It may take six months to a year to get back DNA evidence on two murders that we have right now. And it's not, you know, we can't move it to the front of the line because there's other agencies with open murders waiting on their DNA evidence to be processed. So from a, a state and federal level, I think money needs to be put into to that, that area. Increase the capacity of the crime lab because that solves crimes. Sometimes forensics is all you've got. It's all you're going to get because we don't have witnesses. If you don't have it on video, you don't have somebody telling you who done it, you collect evidence. That evidence has to be processed through a crime lab. With a regional shortage of resources and recruits, Bogalusa's police is planning to team up with other departments and form task forces that can investigate certain crimes. But in the meantime, the fear in the community is palpable. When I visited the city, it was cautiously preparing for a football game. There have been rumors that the game's going to be canceled because of fears of violence and parents don't want to bring their kids and things like that. that that's just, not, this is a high school football game and people are talking about being afraid to come. There was a game canceled last year between Varnado, just up the highway in Bogalusa. The game got canceled because of threats of violence from from kids. I don't understand what's going on with the the youth in the community and why they choose to shoot use guns. I don't understand that at all. I don't know if it's the music that they're listening to, if it's the parents that's not really, you know, looking after their kids, teaching their kids, raising their kids the right way. I don't know what it is, but it's happening a lot. Back on Main Street, the family of Veronique Allen sat quietly, trying to find a semblance of a routine to get through their day. Since her murder, relatives, friends, and neighbors have stopped by to offer food, drinks, and hugs. It's a quality that's been associated with small towns for a long time. And it's something many say is desperately needed now more than ever. So much going on in this little city here, it's just crazy. In Bogalusa, I'm Tan Trung for WWL Radio. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles. And Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.